Welcome to Data Protection Gumbo, the podcast where we cook up a delicious blend of cybersecurity, privacy, and data protection topics to serve you a hearty bowl of insights. Whether you like your gumbo spicy with a dash of encryption or prefer a milder flavor with a side of compliance, we've got you covered. So grab a spoon, sit back, and let's dive into the pot of data protection gumbo. Welcome to Data Protection Gumbo. I am your host, Demetrius Malbro. And on this episode, we have a fantastic uh, topic and conversation lined up for you around identity access management and continuous access for business continuity. And also, I have the privilege of interviewing Muley Matola. He is the co-founder and CEO at Accents. And he, and he comes to Accents with expertise as an identity management expert, business continuity and disaster recovery consultant from the past, and manager as well. So, Muley, welcome to the gumbo. How are you? Thank you, Demetrius. And yeah, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. And thank you for uh, having him, uh, having me and hosting me here. Yeah, you're welcome. It's a privilege to have you on. And I'm sure the listeners want to know how they can continue to protect all of their data assets as well. So let's start off just by you explaining to us what Accents is and also a little bit about why the company was was founded. Well, the, the purpose of the company is actually to uh, provide resilience to what is probably the most important IT systems company uh, are uh, managing today, which is the identity and access management systems. Um, that's uh, um, uh, the jewel of the crown, if I may say, for IT departments at the moment. It is the main attack vector, um, and um, many uh, companies are doing um, an enormous amount of effort uh, in protecting this uh, um, newly defined infrastructure, I may say, which actually replaced the network as being the, the actual infrastructure for organizations. And um, what we found is that uh, it is a bit fragile, not because the vendors are not taking care of it, its availability, but um, as the um, when operating this uh, system, um, it may, um, and we found that some companies uh, operate it in various ways. Some are doing it automatically with third-party tools manually, there are a lot of variations on how to operate and manage the system. And having uh, this kind of a, a solution uh, for um, resilience provides these companies a kind of ability to, uh, as a safeguard for doing misconfiguration, which a misconfiguration in case of identity management can be disastrous. It can either expose data to personas that do not or should not have the availability of, of that data. On, a, on the other hand, if it's kind of a, a malicious uh, actor, regardless if it's an internal or external one, uh, it may block data access to, to important uh, uh, personas in the organization. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, it's all super important um, characteristics and features and functionalities to have nowadays because... There are things out there like ransomware and bad actors, cyber criminals. They are always looking for the weak link 
uh, within your security posture in order to get into your network and capture some of the crown jewels and do some exploitation. So also, uh, how do you how do you view some of these new security risks, especially like ransomware? And also, what does that change as far as customers are concerned when when you're talking about identity access management and disaster recovery? Well, that's a, a great question. So let's take a situation where one of your um, business applications was uh, breached or compromised and you've been ransomed to your Salesforce, for example. That's a very bad situation because you might have customer data there. You might have business operational aspects that have been uh, blocked from uh, working. Uh, that's kind of a problem, right? Yeah. But think of if the identity and access management is being compromised. Right. That is the sole gateway for the entire business applications in the company. And it's it's an actual infrastructure, but it's also a single point of failure in that perspective. So you must have capabilities um, to be able to jump, bounce back from these kinds of situations. Again, it can be an operational problem, but it can also be an, a malicious uh, actor that is doing it. How often have you seen something malicious happen, uh, especially around identity access management? Do you have any any stories you can share? You don't have to share any names, but anything that, that you, you care to share that may have the listeners to think more deeply about making sure that the keys to the kingdom stay hidden or locked away? Maybe the most uh, famous uh, breach happened actually to Okta, Okta themselves, and, and the same week to Microsoft. Um, a group by, name of, by the name of Lapsus was able to breach both Okta and Azure Active Directory, both Okta to their Okta tenant and Azure Active Directory to their Azure Active Directory uh, tenants, and, uh, and were able in the Microsoft um, case to actually reach to, uh, to a code. Um, and in the Okta case, we're able to trick some support admin to having uh, watching his uh, his contact of data. Once these events happened, since these events happened, um, the, the the question is not anymore when it will happen or how will it happen. The question is what's the plan for us in case it happens. So big names already been breached. Almost every week we hear at another breach uh, in different clients. I do have some intelligent guys that uh, um, actually are speaking with us in case of these kind of big dramas in organizations where the identity management has been breached. Uh, the worst case scenario is if the super admin uh, of, a, of this kind of a system has been compromised. And, and in that case, there's hardly nothing you can do. And I know that a very strong response team has been addressing this situation in a big bank here in, the, uh, in our area. And, uh, and, uh, and that was a very serious um, situation where they've been able to, uh, to uh, get away with that uh, because of a very, uh, a very specific uh, uh, issue that was uh, related to their specific custom uh, architecture of the system. So the question is, what are we going to do in order to deal with a situation where our identities management system has been compromised? 
Yeah, and and as far as having a conversation with a a CISO, what would some of your questions be for the CISO to make sure that they completely understand, um, like your particular technology that you have? Let's say you were convincing them that they needed a solution that did exactly what your solution does. How would that conversation go? What types of questions? Um, that you would ask that CISO in order to convince them that you do need <laughs> an, another system in, to kind of keep your data locked down? So first of all, I would uh, ask him if he's aware of the shared responsibility model quote uh, that uh, the com- his company has been signed uh, as part of the terms of service with the SaaS vendor that they are using as an identity management system. Uh, going through this shared responsibility model is quite easy, and it quite uh, shows the differentiation between how the cloud provider is uh, um, is acting for his part of the responsibility and what are the responsibilities of the cloud customer. And, and you can see there clearly that the cloud customer is responsible for the identity and access management system of the SaaS, of the endpoint that are uh, actually accessing the SaaS platform, and to the content, the configuration. In case of, of uh, identity management system, it's the, cont- the content means access policies, applications, groups, permissions, identities. This is the content. None of this is part of the vendor responsibility. Because if you make change, this is a legitimate change. The vendor is not taking responsibility on legitimate changes that you do. If you've been breached and changes have been made, again, nobody actually can know that was illegitimate. So um, it's quite clear that it's your responsibility. Now, the next question usually is, okay, so uh, um, what, what can we do? Okay, so the vendor... Doesn't the vendor help? Can, can the vendor actually help us in this case? Um, if I'm getting a huge, huge misconfiguration, can the vendor help me to uh, undo this uh, uh, misconfiguration? And then it, it differs between the, the different SaaS vendors. Some of them are quite more progressive in that state. Um, uh, for example, with Azure Active Directory, you have kind of a recycle bin for your Azure ID. So if you deleted something for 30 days or something like that, you have ability to, uh, it's called a soft deletion. Um, with Okta, for example, there is no uh, soft deletion capabilities. In any case, what we found is that the, 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 the act itself is not enough in order to decide how does it apply on your organization? Because identity management systems have become so complex. It's like a butterfly effect. You click on, you change one attribute on the source of truth, and then you get tons of new activities happening in the service provider, like mailboxes being pro, uh, uh, activated, uh, folders being created in, in Dropbox, and, and profiles being created in Salesforce. That's only for a pure, pure change, for example, of the department of a person or identity. So you need to see the full picture before you are actually trying to handle this misconfiguration. So, um, so purely undoing this event is not enough. You need to see the entire effect of the on the on the organization. And so, are you saying that 
if your identity access management is is solid, right, and it's dialed in, that it can potentially prevent someone from from getting into your account. But there there are other ways that bad actors can get in, besides the I am route. Is that is that correct? Well. Um, as we see this week, um, uh, Wiz uh, found a compromise on OneNote, but that's a Azure AD uh, bug because the permission weren't ac- accurately been uh, uh, aligned between the app and the um, identity management system. Otherwise, if you're not connecting the entire organization through SSO to your identity management system, you have a security problem. Because that means you have double the passwords, maybe double MFA uh, factors, um, and you don't have a single place where you are managing the identities. You don't have what we all like when managing your uh, the SaaS and the cloud with identity management system. So indeed, if you are working correctly, identity management should control everything, should control all the permissions in all your distributed clouds, and 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 that makes it such a critical infrastructure. Now, where does that fit in the zero trust model? Because everyone wants to use that term, zero trust architecture, zero trust this, zero trust that. I, I am is a key component in zero trust. Is that? Of course, correct? without I am, you cannot act, you cannot uh, perform zero trust. That's that's maybe the 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 reason why it's so important to connect everything to a single IAM directory, providing a source of truth for all the upper layers for the zero trust. Either it's the network, it's the device management, it's the tokens, keys, whatever it's required in order to operate your uh, environment. And you, you mentioned how complex it is just to you know wrap, wrap your arms around identity access management because it's, a, it, it's not super easy especially if someone doesn't have a solid networking background and know the, you know, OSI seven layer model. And I mean, there's a lot of information out there, but the hype right now is open AI and chat GPT and AGI. And I mean, it's all the rage. Do you see artificial intelligence also being a part of I am in Right, even right now, or maybe in the current future. Yeah, that's a that's a great uh, question. So, the IAM has become an infrastructure. Okay, so as such, you need to think differently on how to uh, protect it. And at the moment, we have a lot of solutions that are built in order to identify anomalies within the identity fabric uh, of the company. Um, all of them are using AI tools in order to make um, uh, the, the learning of the, of the system and the identification of the uh, anomalies uh, quicker. Um, the, the second part of, uh, I call it a sandwich. So you have in the core, the identity management, you have the upper layer, which is the security and prevention systems. And we feel that um, what is missing is what Accents provides is the ability to actually to be the cushion um, that helps you recover after a breach or a misconfiguration happens. So Gartner, Gartner themselves uh, issued in their last cool vendor uh, report uh, the category that they claim to, 
to call identity first security, which provide those two uh, layers, while there are a couple of companies that represent the upper layer, which is the prevention mitigation uh, layer. While Accents was chosen to be the innovator in the recovery uh, of identity management system, like in the in the lower layer of the uh, of the system, all of the products must use AI because identity management is a fabric. It's an octopus. It's a a, a huge logical tool that actually draws data from external sources like HR systems like um, customer success systems. Identities are coming everywhere to the organizations, provide the logic in order to understand who should get which permission to work, and then push the data outside to the actual business applications for them to be actually be, um, to use it in order to grant the permissions and access to those systems. So that is an enormous task, and it must be of a help uh, like a human can't can manage this by itself. Yeah, and I, I envision one day artificial intelligence and machine learning and these large language models will one day be able to, number one, and I think I read something about Microsoft releasing a cybersecurity plugin or something that individuals can use or companies can use in order to tighten their security posture and to go out and do certain things and run certain scans and checks and say, hey, you're, you have a bucket that's open or not protected. I'm not quite sure all, all of the details around it, but I, I do see AI one day will be able to secure and help tighten uh, someone's perimeter and also maybe even do some backups of the data automatically and keep the application resilient. Um, so, yeah, I think that's that's a great place for us to go. And also, what are you reading these days? Are, are you you have time to read in the evening, or you just work twenty hours? Actually, I can't fall asleep without reading a couple of pages uh, every day. And um, and one of the concerns that I have, and I need to have some somewhere to um, to to lean to is uh, the situation the global situation global warming and the global ecological situation uh, of the world i'm highly concerned i have kids that are becoming teenagers now uh, which which i try to uh, explain them how our behavior uh, may affect everything that will happen in their future I just uh, read an article uh, that there was a big uh, outage of electricity in um, somewhere in Norwegian, Norwegia, uh, Norway, because of a data center that TikTok built that took all the electricity uh, uh, capacity from 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 a region, um, and and the usage of like free. Um, uh, computing uh, capabilities. We know how how costly to use uh, computers. I was working for EMC for ten years, building huge. Oh, I did too. Uh, we, uh, I, did I know. Too. I think that's what uh, what made us uh, connect in the first place. So we built huge data centers. Some I saw at one time a symmetric uh, storage of waiting. I think more than a ton 
put into a data center. That's some, not something that can work for uh, for the long run. So we as humans needs to, to think about uh, how we see the future and and our resilience rely on the way that we behave. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, okay. And maybe one more question and, and we'll, we'll wrap up here. How do you stay in tune with how the world is moving so fast? Like I have newsletters that I subscribe to. I have a ton. I have too many emails that come in with alerts set up from Google on certain keywords. I don't know. It's, it's crazy. Like how, how do you keep up with it all? Is, is there something that you can share to maybe help us be better because you're, you're running a company and it's in the, it's in a great niche space, you know, it's in security and I did any access management. So you have to keep your pulse, your eye, uh, your pulse on what's going on. Yeah. So great question. I wonder myself where, where to find the most valuable data. You don't have a lot of time, so you need to find quality, quality data. At the end, I find that uh, having good friends, experts in some areas is the best way to filter out the quality resources. And uh, may, and having keeping contact with these friends uh, and, and getting from them uh, a push of content around their expertise might save a lot of uh, effort uh, in, in that aspect. Um, I used to go to conferences and find uh, some information there, but usually until the conference happens, tons of things shifts. Uh, so it's not anymore uh, uh, the best place to, to acquire this data. Um, and as a startup, we need to be innovative. So we need to be advanced. We need to think ahead and, and actually create the content ourselves. So. Um, I hope that the experience we bring all of us from EMC, from being um, identity management experts uh, also, um, um, and, and, and fusing everything into, into a, a new solution can provide interesting content to other people, think differently about the way that they maintain and protect their environment. And I hope we can bring uh, more calmness to, to CISOs and IT managers' uh, life. Yeah, just uh, keep keep working at that. And the shared responsibility model that you mentioned, there's still a lot of work that needs to be done for everyone to understand what they're responsible for. Because as far as the data and keeping it resilient and backed up and stored in different locations on different tiers, et cetera, that's even a place where people think that the data is protected by the CSP. Uh, but you're responsible for, you know, making copies of your own data and recovering it in case something happens. But uh, yeah, super insightful conversation. I, I really appreciate your insights and you providing some information and details around identity access management in the best way to keep keep all of your data safe, especially on the on the front door uh, with IAM. So I, I appreciate that. Any. Uh, final final words or more information around how um, Gumbo listeners can get more information about accents. Yeah, sure. We are um, trying to um, to write quality content in our blog, not to push uh, some uh, stuff that uh, we not create uh, um, 
people to think. So we're trying to make sure that you're thinking uh, and planning ahead for your business continuity and disaster recovery. And we are happy to help and consult with whatever is required. SaaS is a new, uh, uh, is the new infrastructure and, and business continuity and disaster recovery. It's in old terms, but we need to update them and align them to the new world. Yeah, I think it's I think resiliency now, application resiliency is the is the new niche term that we use instead of DR in in, in BC. So uh, exactly. Yeah, and also before I let you go, just want to remind the listeners that please go out to LinkedIn. We have a backup and recovery professionals group with over twenty five thousand members. It is a great place to stay plugged in and up to date with what's happening within the backup, recovery, storage, business continuity, cybersecurity industry. Um, so please go out and, and, and check check us out as well. Also be be so kind to leave us a uh, Apple review uh, on Apple Podcasts. So uh, Muley, thank you so much for being a guest here. And uh, we'll, we'll have to bring you back in a few months to, to see what's changed. All right. Thank you, Demetrius. All right. So uh, everyone out there, please uh, make sure you continue to stay secure and back up often.